Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder is a neurodevelopmental condition which means that people who have it are neurodiverse. Our brains are wired differently to most people, referred to as neurotypical. One in seven people have a neurodivergent condition and 4% of the global adult population have ADHD. Although it can be very challenging to live in a world which caters for brains wired differently to mine, it's also not necessarily a bad thing. Just like Harry Potter thrived after learning how to use his brain while still fundamentally staying in the same overall world, we can do the same. Having ADHD is not a bad thing. It just means we're unique, but we have as much value and worth as anybody else. A brilliant example I heard of this is thinking of the majority of the population as having a brain like the Microsoft Windows operating system, whereas ADHDers have brains wired like Apple MacBooks. Both programs have their pros and cons, but fundamentally, a Mac is not the same as a Windows computer. If a Windows user tried to put in their commands to a MacBook, they'd become very frustrated at it for not working in the way they're used to, and vice versa. No matter how hard we try, we're never going to be able to change our operating software. And this isn't a bad thing. We just need to be able to understand what we're working with. There are different types of ADHD, including the hyperactive and impulsive type, the inattentive type, or a combination of the two. The inattentive type is sometimes referred to as attention deficit disorder, ADD, but ADHD is now the predominantly used medical term as the subtypes are considered to fall under the same condition. The inattentive type includes symptoms such as not paying attention to detail, making careless mistakes, failing to pay attention, not listening, being unable to understand instructions, being distracted and forgetfulness. Women are more likely to be diagnosed as inattentive because they may be better at repressing their symptoms, as in X is for extreme differences in women. However, in my experience as an ADHD coach, the hyperactivity is nearly always mental rather than physical, with symptoms such as intense daydreaming or overthinking. From a medical perspective, the hyperactive and impulsive type of ADHD has often been associated with physical displays. For example, fidgeting, squirming, getting up often when seated, moving around at inappropriate times, having trouble being quiet, talking too much or interrupting, and appearing as though they are on the go or as if driven by a motor. The combined type is a mixture of the above. Although neurotypical people may have similar experiences, the reason for the disorder part of ADHD is that these things happen to us to an extent that seriously impacts our lives. For example, anybody may lose their belongings from time to time, but not all of us have to spend a huge amount of money on replacing door locks or keys, laptops and mobile phones every couple of months. Similarly, we might all struggle to focus at times and feel distracted, but not to the degree of simply being unable to do it at all. For example, I work with students for whom it takes six hours to write an essay, whereas it takes their fellow students a couple at most. Some people are diagnosed as having a specific type of ADHD, though others might not be. I wasn't. There is no one way that ADHD manifests in everybody, despite the image of a hyperactive child that your mind may have automatically conjured up. I was the dreamy girl in the back of the class, staring out of the window, completely unable to listen, and quite often falling asleep. I hated PE, but my knees often jiggled under the table. I was very quiet in social settings, but my mind was constantly racing with thoughts. 
However, there are common ADHD traits that might appear differently in different people who have ADHD, referred to in this book as ADHDers. 1. Having a short attention span and being easily distracted. This basically summarizes ADHD in one line, an intense difficulty in concentrating. Our short attention spans mean that we may have monkey brains, jumping between thoughts like a monkey hopping from one tree branch to another without stopping. My brain often feels like a television with 15 channels playing at the same time, and the remote is nowhere to be seen. It can make things like listening very difficult. 2. Hyperfocus ADHDers may have an ability to hyperfocus on something that they are interested in, focusing so much that they stop thinking about other things that might be important. For example, working on a project for the entire day without eating any meals. This can cause frustration, as we can pay attention if it's something we're truly interested in, but if not, then it's incredibly difficult to motivate ourselves.